0: Equal Justice Initiative has documented the lynchings of over 4,000 African Americans between 1877 and 1950. Here, descendants of the victims describe how the era of racial terror lynchings continues to shape America. It's only by hearing these stories that we can begin to understand how the pervasive effects of these lynchings are still evident today. Luz Miles, Phoebe Deadman, and Shira Deadman haven't spent much time in the South. It wasn't until their grandmother passed away that they learned their grandfather had been lynched in Shreveport, Louisiana. After the lynching, the family fled to Los Angeles, California, where they've remained ever since. Here, the women discuss the effects of racial terror lynchings, which have rippled across generations.
1: When my grandmother passed away, we ran across a little box of papers under her bed. And of course, you know, being nosy, we picked it up and it was clippings, Yeah. You know. And when
2: I read the newspaper clipping, we discovered my grandfather was lynched in Shreveport, Louisiana, April 9th, 1912. I've never seen a picture, but I just see him being afraid of this mob, you know, he's alone and he can't defend himself. And he most likely knows that he's going to die that day, you know, and it's almost as if I could feel that fear and it kind of made it real for me. And Dad was only six, six. Years, years old.
1: He was old enough and aware enough to realize that they murdered his dad, and that they had to then run. And they changed the spelling of his last name. Yeah. The original spelling of Miles is M-I-L-E-S, and now we spell it M-Y-L-E-S because they were essentially trying to hide. And that's when the family uprooted and came to California. I think that since they were
2: running from the authorities in back in Shreveport. My dad changed his birthday and and his birthplace. He was saying that he was born in San Francisco because he wanted to have had all his uh, paperwork burned in the Great Fire, I think it was in 1906. And I just think that he felt safer having another name, another birthday. They couldn't attach him to that lynching.
1: A lot of the time he preferred to be in other countries, I guess, where he felt more comfortable. And that was probably a root of it. I think my dad
2: did not appreciate uh, how important a father figure is in the family. I personally would have liked to have my dad around a lot more, but since he grew up with just women, you know, his mom, his grandmother, maybe he didn't
1: realize that, you know what, I should be more present in the family. When you see the whole picture, the puzzle comes together. Because we always wonder, oh, he just likes Mexico better or he likes South America better, but as for raising us, I think he wanted to keep us away from the racism, and that was his way of doing it. You know, you never know the whole story as to why. I didn't realize that you guys only found out once your grandmother died, Absolutely. and then you found the clippings. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that. It was just known to just not ask, you know? It was, speak when you're spoken to, that kind of thing. It was my grandmother didn't bring it up, you wouldn't bring it up either. You know what I'm saying? And my father never brought it up, and his mother certainly never brought it up. And we lived with her for periods of time. Right now that she's mentioning that, so far I've been
2: focusing on my grandfather. I didn't think about my grandmother's feelings. Here she is at a young age. She was all part of that too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was only 26 when she became a widow. Yeah. If my grandmother was here today, I would ask her what it felt like when the incident happened and why didn't she tell us about it? She missed out on a source of comfort and I don't think we would have judged her. I think we would have felt, wow, you went through a lot, you know? When I found out all that information, I started crying, mostly for my grandfather. The pain he went through and then crying for my mom and her family because I started to understand how the pain that he suffered affected his relationship with his family. How something like this can impact generations.
0: This story is part of a series from Equal Justice Initiative's Lynching in America project. To learn more, visit lynchinginamerica.eji.org.